Welcome to the Recession-Resistant Real Estate Radio, where we talk about real estate, passive investing, business strategies, and so much more. I'm your host, Brandon Cobb, CEO of HPG Capital. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. I am very excited to be talking on the subject of compound interest today. And before you think I'm about to say what you think I'm about to say, think again. I'm not talking about financial compound interest, what Einstein has called the 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th wonder of the world, right? The one the all of the financial advisors are preaching and everyone says, this is the way to retire. No, I'm actually talking about compound interest on the other areas of your life. This was a concept that was introduced to me just a couple of weeks ago. And I was reading this book, uh, Navelle Ravikant's uh, Almanac. And for those of you who don't know who Navelle uh, Ravikant is, he uh, started uh, Angel's List. He's a gajillionaire, you know, billionaire, private equity investor. He did it at a young age as well. So super impressed. He has lived the American dream. He has done what the top 1% of the 1%. Uh, have been able to accomplish. And he passed on his thoughts and experiences and learnings in this book. And this idea of compound interest really caught hold of me, not in just the business sense, but like in the other areas of your life. So for example, he he talks in the book about compound interest on, let's say like, I love to break things down into body, being, balance, and business. So let's talk about the balance part, our relationships our relationships with our kids, our relationships with our spouse, with our friends. What does that mean? Compound interest for balance. Well, it takes the same type of terms, meaning you have to invest in it. But what happens when you continually invest in it and it compounds for 10, 20, 30 years? This is where it really gets interesting for me. And this is why I think that I think life only gets better as you get older. But if you continuously put investment into your relationships. Let's just say, for example, like your wife, for example, and your kids. Let's say you continue to invest in your kids as they grow up and you pour time into them. You you know, you send them to good schools. You spend time to teach them things, what you wish that they had known and they grow up and they have a great life. Well, your kids are going to visit you more often when you're older, right? When all your friends maybe aren't there or aren't around. You're going to have more grandkids that come and visit it's going to compound in a way that allows you to live a better life later on. That was a huge takeaway for me. Let's say your wife, your spouse, you continue to cook her breakfast every morning, make her breakfast in bed, bring her coffee, do the things that she loves to do. Pay attention to the little things. Every single day you make an investment and that compounds for years to come. Well, what do you have 34 years later? You have an intact marriage. You have a life partner that you've grown to a level that you can't possibly comprehend, you know, 20, 30 years ago. You've got something that's truly special. You've got someone that you can truly experience life with. And if you're retired, hopefully that means a life partner that you can go and have adventures with and do fun things and knock out each other's bucket list. Cause nothing gives me greater joy than helping my wife, Jamie, achieve her goals. I absolutely love it. And I get so excited when she hits like these milestones. And it's something that there's no amount of money that you can pay for that. Like I can't go buy a car or ice cream or pizza or, (laughs) or, or a really, really nice home, whatever it is that could give me the kind of joy that I get 
from helping her reach her goals. And that's, that's a big part of why I do what I do is eventually I want to, uh, I'd love to do some kind of private equity thing and invest in entrepreneurs. I think that's super cool, but I know that what I'm getting in the long term by making these micro investments and letting them compound over time in my relationships is just going to multiply the joy that I get because the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your emotions. If you're depressed and down and sullen and in bad moods all day, that's a really crappy life. But if you're, you know, happy, if there's joy, joy, gratitude, best emotions you can feel. How do I feel more joy and more gratitude, baby? What are those things? And that's one of the things is helping my life, uh, my wife <laughs> achieve her goals and go on this adventure with her. Right. So it, my relationship compounds. The next thing is your body, you know, eating right every single day, exercising, getting enough sleep, doing the basics. What does that mean 20, 30 years down the road? One, it means you're probably able to get up and interact and play with your grandkids. I know people who try to interact with their grandkids and play, but they can't. They're, they've been sitting in a chair. This was my one of my grandmas, for example. Like She just can't get around and, and do things. And as a result, I'm going to be able to experience so much more joy having that interaction with my grandkids than someone who can't. It compounds over time. You know, I'll live longer. And not only will I live longer, there's sometimes where I look at people and I'm like, dude, I don't know if I'd want to be alive if I was in your state. Like, just go ahead and take me, Lord. Please just take me. I don't I don't want to be you. But if I can be 80, 90, 100 years old and still have a good quality of life and be able to move and I'm not a vegetable and I'm not in a chair and I feel good and I still look good, that's huge. The investments I'm making today have compounded to give me a much better life later on. It's really, really important. And the next is uh, your being. So body being, balanced business, being, being number three. So this is your relationship with yourself. You know, what are you doing to love yourself on a regular basis, right? Are you meditating? Are you, you know, working out? Are you actually giving yourself the things that you want? Not going overboard, needing a bunch of sugar, but really like, are you, giving yourself that that spiritual need maybe you are in a spot where you just kind of feel lost and you you know want to find god right but you've been holding that back from yourself for whatever reason saying you're too busy or i'll do it when x happens maybe you've got some mental stuff going on you know you've got some childhood trauma issues that you really need to work through but you've just always neglected going to a counselor because uh you're afraid of what they would think of you right making those small investments in yourself consistently over time. What does that look like later on? Well, maybe you've got a lot of mental peace and you've got a lot more joy. You haven't let this stress ball just rule your life forever. You were, you overcame it, right? Maybe it's, you know, building a, a daily rhythm of like meditating or, you know, giving yourself that cheat meal just like once a week because you love it. Like make sure you're making the investments to love yourself because, you're going to get to a point in life where you're on your deathbed one day and you're either going to have a lot of things to be grateful for or you're going to have a lot of regrets and you don't want the latter. So start making consistent actions to love yourself and take caring care of your being on a regular, weekly, monthly, and annual basis. It'll compound over time and you will thank yourself. And then finally, we've got the one that most people are familiar with, which is business. You invest money, it compounds over time. Well, what's the real reason we want to do that? We eventually want the income that's produced from our investments to pay for our lifestyle. 
This means that we don't have to work, but we choose to work on the things that we want to do, right? This is the financial freedom woo-woo thing that everybody makes such a big deal about. And I would argue is the new American dream, which is it's not owning your home. It's being financially independent. And think about that. When you do make those investments and you're able to produce this, this financial independence one day, like, what do you want to do with that? What, is, what can it allow you to do? Well, one, you can start making an impact in the community. I know people who sit on the boards of like the archdiocese and the uh, boards of like city councils and help make decisions on what the community is going to look like, a vision, helping bring a vision to life. I know people who want to uh, leave like a legacy like to their kids. Their kids mean the world to them and they want to turn over like a business to their son that they want to like do you know, imagine like working with your kid every day, like your son or your daughter and like you're grooming them to take over the business. Like how cool is that to be able to like work with mom and dad or work with your child and something that, that they started, like they love. And it, it, you get to see like your kid uh, start to fall in love with it and enjoy it. And all those emotions of growing the business come back and you can like look at it and kind of see your child and, and those that, that vision, that past experience that you've had. Like how cool is that? It only works, though, if you start making the micro-investments today. If you start letting compound interest take control of what your future looks like. But you got to start making those investments today. This is Brandon, tuning out.